Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig. Two weeks in a row. Congratulations, DJ. How about that? This is going to be uh, an episode that I guess if people really like this person, they're going to be psyched about that we're covering it. Um, if they don't really like this person or don't know who this person is, they might not even listen. Hopefully, if you tuned in, you have you, you don't really know about Christopher Nolan. Whoops, whoops there we go. Dad, if, if you, damn it. I, I said it before we got to the topic transition. That's usually my thing. I usually yeah, screw that I up. Yeah, I really screwed that up. I, I, I apologize. But I feel like I was just trying to talk to the people that are like on the fence about listening to this episode. Tune in and plug in and strap in because this episode is going to be fast paced. It's going to be well done and we're going to leave you at the end of it going, wow, I'm not really sure I understood that. Just like a Christopher Nolan movie. You may have to listen to it a second time. Yes. In order to kind of pick up the parts that you missed and kind of put all the puzzle pieces together. So... We we have a we have a sort of kind of path that we're gonna go down with this episode. We usually don't plan things out very much at all. You need to know. I'm sure that was I didn't have to say that. People probably kind of understood that just based on how the podcast is a regular listener for the last five sure. years. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I I am surprised that I'm doing this. But but DJ, let's go ahead and get into today's topic. Jump in. This is, this is in. episode 219. Top 10 Christopher Nolan movies. So before we get started in our list, of course, everyone loves a good top 10, mm-hmm. mainly because I usually press this button, right? Hey, there it is. People love that sound. So we'll get into our top 10 list, but we do have some things that we need to talk about before. And just to point out, that was possibly the quickest intro to an episode that we've ever had. In five years. I'm pushing 225. I liked it. Did you? I think it's, I mean, like I said, this is going to be fast-paced, action-packed. It's going to leave you going, what just happened? And so that, we had to change it up in honor of Christopher Nolan. Yeah. The one thing that I don't like about the shorter intro is it kind of gives Isaac the satisfaction that he's looking for, mm. and that's the last thing that I want to do. Right. But, uh, you know, for the greater good of the people, yes, maybe and, it's a good thing. And for those that are listening that don't know Isaac, Isaac is the guy that usually fills in for DJ when DJ can't do the podcast. Yeah. And usually Isaac kind of bashes DJ whenever he is on the podcast. Right. And so I'm proud of you, DJ, for standing up for yourself and kind of throwing it back at him. I think yeah. that that's really going to be a arrogant breath of prick. fresh air. Yeah. What? Oh, you said arrogant prick? Yes. To him. Yes, not, not you. I'm, okay. I'm not calling you that. Well, yeah. you looked at me in the eyes when you said it, no. so I got a little concerned. But I'm hoping that you'll relay that message to him later. Yeah, or he'll listen to this. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about what it is about Christopher Nolan movies, just real quick, that kind of just capture you and, and keep you coming back. Whenever you see his name attached to a project, you're like, gosh, that doesn't look good at all, but i got to go see it. He makes movies in a way that the first time you see it, you're astounded mm-hmm. and, and you're uh, maybe a little confused, but wild. Um, but then you watch them a second time and maybe a third time or a fourth time. And it's one of the, it's, you pick up on new stuff. Do you think you that's, s- you think that's his goal? 
to have people not understand it the first time so then they go back and see it again to kind of like pump up the numbers? I think he definitely makes it a goal for people to want to watch it more than once so that they can pick up on things that they missed the first time. Right, right. For sure. I just love, there's usually a good amount of action. There's always a great plot. Mm-hmm. Um, like we have kind of touched on, they can oftentimes be a little confusing. Yeah, there's a lot going on. The camera work, impeccable. Yeah. There are always beautiful shots. Yeah. Uh, one that I can think of right now, uh, I won't mention because it is in our top 10 list. Um, hopefully I'll remember to say it whenever we get down to the top 10 list. Okay. Um, but just some shots that you're like, wow, I don't know how he thought of that, but that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the score, the or for some people, the soundtrack, right? Uh, I love the soundtracks. Just the the big orchestra pieces that he brings into the movies. Oftentimes done by, or oftentimes done by Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, yeah. yeah. I think him and Christopher Nolan tight, but they just kind of act as a character in the movies that he makes, and it's just it's just so cool because we were kind of talking about this before. Oftentimes now, whenever you're making a movie or just thinking of Marvel movies, right? Uh-huh. They have a scene. And then they're like, well, what's a song that exists that we can put here? Right. With Christopher Nolan and a lot of other directors, it's not just him. But what he is really good at is saying, here's the scene. We need to make this music so that it works with this scene. Yeah, so they it's create. Like, it's, like a, it's another creation yeah. in addition. So, and it adds to it. Like, really good actors can elicit emotion yeah. very well from people. Uh, and uh, most of the time they have really good actors that can do that in those movies, but then it just adds to it with what Hans Zimmer does because there's a sense of desperation a lot of times in the uh, music that Hans Zimmer creates for mm-hmm. those Christian Nolan movies. And I'm hoping that... Christopher Nolan. Yeah, rather. Or, you know, if you're close with him, you might call him... Chris. Chris. Seaman. Yeah. The Seameister. Yeah. yeah. Um, Noel Dog. Something Ooh, like that. Ooh, I like that one. But... What we're going to do, because I think people are hopefully tuning in and being like, I know Christopher Nolan. I know a couple of Christopher Nolan directed films. Right. If you don't, hang with us, because of course we're going to start going through some of his top 10 lists. I think he only has 11 movies, so yeah. only one of them didn't make our top 10. Honorable bef- mention? And, well, that's going to be an OLI, an outside looking in, right? Oh, okay. And before we get to that honorable mention slash OLI, we're going to do an OLI of movies that you would think would be directed by Christopher Nolan, but they aren't. Okay. Okay. So the first movie uh, on the list of movies that you might think that Christopher Nolan directed, but they aren't, The Departed. Very yes. The Departed. Yeah, The Departed. That's a that's a movie where you're like that's fast paced, good score, um, a lot of twists, yes. but it's not Christopher Nolan. What, so you might. What, what do you got? You got DiCaprio. You got Matt Damon. Yep, you got DiCaprio, Matt Damon, uh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Um, Man, what a movie. I remember the first time I watched that, was that one was mind-blowing, too. Have you ever meant to say Jack Nicholson and you said Jack Nicholas, Absolutely. the golfer? Yeah. Absolutely. But that you know what? People a lot. always, a lot of times people just don't correct me if I get it wrong. Mm-hmm. And I don't realize it until it's too late. Mark Wahlberg is also in The Departed. Which is confusing, because I used to get Mark Wahlberg and Matt Damon confused yeah. all the time. Well... They're not the same person. No, and and that was one of my realizations when I watched that movie. I I never thought that they were the same person, but there were times where I would get them confused. I'm like, hey, Mark Wahlberg is in that movie. No, no, that's that's Matt Damon. Especially in that movie, because they do look a lot alike, very young in that that movie whenever it was made. Um, So, of course, the first one on uh, the outside looking at of movies that you would think would be directed by Christopher Nolan, but they aren't, The Departed. Number two, Seven. 
All right. So you've oh, got. Oh, yes. Uh, the, which, which we love that movie. Uh, yeah. It's What's in the box? Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. And uh, I, I can't remember the. Uh, the the wife in that movie, but she's a well known actress. I can't too. remember the wife, but the guy that plays the the killer. Um, yeah, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, which yeah. you know his name is like taboo now, mm. which I understand, but he, he was, still had some was, good stuff. He was good in that one. It's yeah. one of those. It, Can we've I say had that? that? Just, Can I say that without getting in trouble? Like I liked Kevin Spacey in that movie. It's one of those things. I think we've talked about that before. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or not, but um, you know, what's the line? Like how horrible. Does the sure. act of the and, person have to be before you have yeah, to like yeah. discredit their and, work? And before we get deeper into that, right. we'll just kind of backpedal yeah. and go to another movie. Seven, you would think Christopher Nolan directed it, but he didn't. And then the last uh, movie on our list of The Outside Looking In, movies that you would think would be directed by Christopher Nolan, but they aren't. But they're po- not. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know if you, you were asking for the movie or... No, no, no. Uh, I've got the movie. It's okay. uh, Grown Ups 2. So you would think that that would be Christopher True. Nolan, True. Uh, yeah, yeah. just because you you think of the storyline with Adam Sandler, Rob Schneider, yeah. David Spade, Chris Rock, yeah. Kevin James. Like you think you're like, wow, okay, that was so good. There were so many twists. I mm-hmm. had to think about it so much. Yeah. And then the score of that movie, phenomenal. Yeah. And then uh, one when of the you biggest. When you say the score, what do you mean? The score. I was just gonna let that one go, but now you said no, it like no, no. Three or so four times. the score is the term for the music that accompanies a movie. Really? Yeah. Golly, I learn something new every yeah, day. So, uh, and I forget something old every day. So you day. think of all those orchestra pieces in Grown Ups 2. Yeah. Not Grown Ups, the first Grown Ups for some reason, but Grown Ups 2. Grown Ups 2. Uh, I, I could have sworn. Like if, if someone put a gun to my head and said, name a Christopher Nolan movie, I would have said Grown Ups 2 with a lot of confidence. Of course, yeah. I would have gotten shot because it's not a Christopher Nolan movie. It's on the outside looking in. Uh, and specifically the list of movies that you would think would be directed by Christopher Nolan but they're not. But they're not. So now we'll get into our actual top 10 list. I think that that was a good little fun uh, bit. Appetizer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now we're actually going to get into the top 10 list of Christopher Nolan movies. And this is where the sound comes in. I know people are going to be super excited for that. Yeah. We do have one outside looking in. And this is a movie that was actually directed by Christopher Nolan. But not in the top 10. But it's not in the top 10 because he has 11 movies total. This one is called The Following. So I'm not going to press the button. I almost pressed the you button. You almost pressed the button. I thought about it. But this is one of his first, if not his first, movie that he made. Very hmm. low budget. It was a, apparently a passion project. Um, I haven't seen it because I think I'd have to pay for it somewhere. Yeah. And if i got to pay for it, good chance I'm not watching it. It's got to be on a streaming service Unless it's a Marvel it. movie that's coming out in theaters. Then I'll go see it. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. But I'm saying like this is an older movie. And I'm not going to pay for a movie that came out in 1998. It's got to be on on a streaming service for me. That's one where, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was going to say something else, and I I lost my train of thought. Well, you, what you said was well articulated, so. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Um, No, I feel like I would love to see a Marvel movie. Directed by Christopher Nolan. Directed by Christopher Nolan. That would be something. Um, And with that... We will move into our top 10 because here's a good transition. At number 10 on our list of top 10 Christopher Nolan movies, Batman Begins. So, yeah. That's a superhero movie. So, he, yeah, he, he's del- delved, divin, dove? Delved into. I should know that. Dove into. I should know that. I teach language arts. Yes. But I don't. So, he has gotten into the superhero 
kind of stuff, and it's been very good. Only but, only for the Dark Knight trilogy. Right. And Batman Begins is the first of the three. Which kind of makes sense because he kind of he kind of plays solely in the area of like ominous movies with a little bit of darkness to him. Yes. Hence the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Knight, yeah. Yeah. And this one I, I I've always been confused because we'll we'll touch on the other ones. Um, but this is the only one that doesn't have the Dark Knight in it. It's called Batman Begins. So that's what I always didn't understand is like, okay, why isn't it like the the Dark Knight Begins? Um, but I don't know. It, I'm sure there's a good reason behind it. But number 10 is Batman Begins. Uh, that's the introduction of Christian Bale as Batman, mm-hmm. which, by the way, have you seen the new Batman with Robert, Robert Pattinson? I haven't, but I've got HBO Max, and it popped across my screen the yeah, other day. Really I'm currently, good. just a side note, I'm currently re-watching the uh, Game of Thrones oh, series, which wow. I highly suggest you do. I missed the boat on that. I'm not going to do no, it. No, you got to do it. There's too much Because to there's, there's new, there's a there's a prequel yeah, series that, that's coming out. That coming out makes me even less interested in watching the original Game of Thrones. I just missed the boat on it. I'm okay. I think I'm going to be okay. I, I just, promise you wouldn't regret it. No, I, I said something to someone the other day. I said, if I didn't watch it during the lockdown of the, uh, the you know, the thing that happened, yeah. um, then I was I, I missed the boat. It's over. Yep, I'm not going to see it. I guess. I hate... I feel like you are really missing out. But I did miss out on Batman Begins because that's a great storyline. Yeah. It's the introduction... Uh, I guess the reintroduction of the Batman character with Christian Bale mm-hmm. at the uh, helm... You've got, uh, oh, what's the guy that plays Alfred? Um, the older guy. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Yes, he, he really killed it with... Who uh, also is a co-star or side star in one of the other Christopher Nolan right, movies that we'll get which, to. which we'll get to at some point. But yeah. that is number 10 on our list of top 10 Christopher Nolan movies. Mm-hmm. Moving on to number 9, we have Insomnia. Okay? Mm. So this was a vehicle driven by Al Pacino and Robin Williams. Considered a decent uh, look mm-hmm. into a story that was already presented. So this this movie was, I think, a remake. You know how sometimes they'll make a movie over in a different country mm-hmm. and then it gets remade in the United yes. States? This is one of those examples. Um, I believe it's been a while since I've seen it, but it's about like a police uh, deputy or detective that can't remember if he killed his partner or not, but he still lives with like a guilty conscience. Wow. So... Um, I haven't. It's a good one, and I mean Al Pacino, Robin Williams. I mean, come on. Yeah, you, that's that's a tough cast uh, to beat. So, and that's the first of the movies that we'll mention where you kind of see a theme of uh, a lot of the Nolan movies have just that one word. Yeah. They just they they stick to the one word title, uh, which is interesting because I don't know. It's it's like a jab in boxing. It's short. It's sweet. It's quick. Easy but to it remember. Packs a punch, and it's yeah. easy to remember. Yeah. Easy to remember. Unlike whether or not you killed your detective, your partner. Yeah, in apparently, Asomnia. which is very difficult yeah. to remember. So um, I would check that one out. It's, of course, high on our list. And mm-hmm. whenever I say high on our list, like high up to where it's not one of the best ones, I guess I could say low on our list, too. I'm not sure how to say that. Yeah. It, it does come in at number nine. I honestly might even switch Batman Begins and Insomnia, uh, but it's a good movie. If mm-hmm. you're a Christopher Nolan fan, mm-hmm. you want to see it just so you can say that you've seen all of them, right? Right. Next movie that we'll talk about. At number eight, one of, uh, I think, if not his most recent movie, Tenet. So that came uh, out during the whole thing that was happening. So mm-hmm. um, he still released it in theaters, and it was a Christopher Nolan project. So, of course, I went. He's one of those directors that if he puts a movie out, 
I'm probably going to go see it. Right. And so I was one of like three people in the movie theater. Yeah. Because uh, of course, all the things that were happening uh, yeah. in the past couple of years. Was that the? Can you give me the premise of that movie? Was it about the? Uh, it wasn't about having a roommate and. No, the no, lady no. was crazy. And... No, so that's 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 not what it's about. Okay. That, you're thinking of like a tenant uh, and a landlord. No, 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 no. We're this is tenant, uh, and it's got John David Washington and Robert Pattinson in it, and okay, um, it's hard to describe, and that's why it's number eight on the list. Is that the movie that Robert Pattinson plays like a like a he's got like a southern accent, blonde <sighs> hair. I mean, he his hair's a little bit blonde, but I don't remember him having a southern accent. Mm. And I've seen the movie twice. Really? And I still can't sit here and tell you what it was about. Really? I mean, like we said, Christopher Nolan, theme. Christopher Nolan loves to make a movie where you're like, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah. I've got to watch it again. And with the other movies that he's done that with, I've watched it the second time and been like, oh, okay. Yeah, you start yeah. to put the pieces together yeah. a little bit. This one, I bless you. Goodness gracious, thank you. This one, I might have been even more confused after the second time that I watched it. That being said, it is a fantastic movie. Um, there's there's a part of it where uh, there's there's time that is going backwards, and there's time that's going forwards. Uh, the main character, played by John David Washington, uh, can I think work in both of those. He can like he's noticing that things are going backwards, but he's also still going forwards. There's a whole scene at the end that's a little confusing. Um, an interesting death scene that I won't spoil, but yeah. um, it was one of the most unique death scenes that I've seen. Uh, but that Tenet comes in at number eight because it's just so damn confusing. Do you think that, because oftentimes artists of the 70s and 80s would say that their best work and their best creativity as far as making music goes happened under the influence of some form of drugs. Do you think that huh. Christopher Nolan is just a wildly creative man, or do you think that maybe he has some help? I think that because the the plot, uh, the plots of his movies are usually so complex, it would be hard not to be sober to make them and make sure that it makes sense. It makes sense. However, if there was one movie where he was getting, like you said, some help, yeah, Tenet would probably be that movie. That makes sense. I'll it's have a good to watch movie. That. It's a little it. long. Um, but honestly, I mean, John David Washington's really good in it. Robert Pattinson, wow. I mean, first of all, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it, dreamy. Uh, Interesting. And, and I'm just okay. saying that, you know, I'm, I am a man that is man enough to recognize whenever another man right. is, He's a handsome is guy. dreamy. He's yeah. a handsome guy. So, uh, and, he, and he, I think he almost steals the show in that one. I'm just going to say that. He, I think he got a bad rap after doing the Twilight, Twilight series. yeah. Wow. And now he's really showing his chops. Yeah, and he really people are starting to see just how great of an actor he is. Which I like the Twilight series stuff. Yeah, and he, he was good in those too. Yeah. I mean, he brings it every movie that he's in. So Tenet number eight, uh -huh. but just because it's confusing. At number seven, Dunkirk. So this is, uh, right. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the only time that uh, Christopher Nolan has kind of tried to attack a world war uh, in a movie. Um, it's it's got a great cast. It's got uh, let's see who's the guy Tom. No, it's the guy that uh, plays. Oh, it's Tom Hardy. So Tom Hardy's in it. Really? Um, I think Harry Styles is in it. And what? then there, there are some other yeah. And then there are some other actors in it that 
uh, I think did a, did a great job that and I think have go- gone on. It was almost like a, a, a jump start to their career being in Dunkirk. Is that the movie about the guy who, no, I don't want to spoil anything, but essentially like save some people as being a pacifist in the war? Um, the best way to describe it, and one of the, the common themes is like, it's, it's really told by, by land, air, and sea. Um, Tom Hardy is a, is a fighter pilot, so you often see him uh, in the plane. Um, okay. And then there's a, there's a portion of the movie, which I think a lot of it is based on, where people came out in like civilian boats to help save some of the, the, the people that like they're, they're, the military boats had sunk. And so like a, wow. a, a group of civilian boats came out to save them. It's an wow. interesting movie. Uh, some of those, I, I don't know if you remember seeing the ads for it, but just the sound of those old airplanes, the yeah. old, old like war airplanes. It's like, yeah. like that sound. Yeah. Like it's, you yeah. hear that a lot. It's so yeah. good. So I would watch Dunkirk. It's, it's, it's a very well done, uh, piece and I, it is based on a true story. Yeah. Um, and he does a phenomenal job with it. And like I said, I, I, I'm like 85% sure that Harry Styles is in it. So wow. good for him, right? Absolutely. Moving on. Number six. The Dark Knight Rises. So this is the... Kicking back to the Dark Knight trilogy. This is the third of the Dark Knight trilogy. So Batman Begins is the first. The Dark Knight Rises is the third. Mm -hmm. Um, This one you see uh, the the main character who again... Or not the main character, but the villain is played by Tom Hardy. So I think Christopher Christopher Nolan likes certain actors. Mm -hmm. um, Played by Tom Hardy. Then you've got, of course... Uh, Christian Bale as Batman, mm-hmm. and I'm Batman, and then uh, Batman. that was pretty good. Uh, Anne that Hathaway, whisper, but Anne, Anne Hathaway, Hathaway is Catwoman. Is Catwoman? Whew. Yeah. So, um, pretty. Yeah, she had a great performance. Is she, that what you were saying? Well, yeah. So her Catwoman will get you all hot and bothered uh, because of her performance. Yes. Uh, get so you, get you in heat. Okay. So. The movie is really good. Uh, it it is the culmination of the three Dark Knight movies, um, and it's got a great ending. I think um, a little bit of a twist, yep. and it's just a like. Whenever you're watching these, the the Batman Begins, the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. it's it's a comic book movie, but it doesn't feel like it, right? Yeah. It feels more of like a like a drama. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's of course action packed. There are a lot of great scenes in this. Very one too. different than what you see in like the other DC universe movies yeah. or even the Marvel. Yeah, Marvel too. I yeah. mean, it's it's. I think, out of all the superhero movies that will ever be made, I think it will be hard to beat, the Dark Knight trilogy, especially, one that we'll talk about here in a little bit. Yeah, but the Dark Knight Rises is the end of the trilogy. Um, I think there was a there was a possible plan to make a fourth. But Christopher Nolan didn't want to. Yeah. I think they like the Dark Knight Rises did really well. They started throwing money at him, and he was like, "No, I've I've told the story that I wanted to. Uh, this is it." So interesting. There are just a lot of memorable moments from that. One of the scenes that I remember, uh, the it's, I think it's possibly the opening of the the movie where they're at the football stadium and the football player is like running down the football field, and yeah. as he does, like the field collapses underneath him because Bane, of course, is trying to destroy Gotham City. So yeah, if Here's here's one thing I'd say, if you live in Gotham City, just move. Yeah, get it just out does not seem there. like a great place. Uh, no, and I understand sometimes it's hard for people to move, but, geez, like I I'd be like after that I'd be like all right that's yeah. it kids let's go pack it up for sure. 
but that's a great movie. Is that, have we mentioned the movie so far that earlier in the episode, at the beginning, you said there was a camera shot that... No, not okay. yet. Okay, I didn't know if we'd gotten there yet. I just not wanted yet. to remind you in case you'd forgotten. I appreciate it. Yeah. So that is at number six. At number five, The Prestige. So he could have named it just Prestige, mm-hmm. uh, but The Prestige the sounds pretty good. The doesn't count. The word the. Have you seen this one? I have not. Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale, play ma- magicians, uh, probably in like the maybe late 1800s, 1900s, early 1900s. Interesting. Um, a lot of twists. Uh, of course, magic involved. Of course. Um, and then you've just got, I mean, Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. Christian Bale, another actor that apparently yeah. Christopher Nolan likes. Uh, wow. Like, this is a movie that you'll sit back and say, that was great. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that. I. If you haven't seen it yet and you watch it, I'm gonna go watch. you'll say, wow, I can't believe I haven't seen this yet. Yeah. So, uh, number five, The Prestige. Like I said, Hugh Jackman's in it. Um, and goodness gracious, he's in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's in it. Uh... He's in it, but... He's in it. You know what I'm saying? No, okay. I don't. And I'm a little concerned well, whenever about you, the way that whenever you're you watch it. it, I think you'll understand. Okay. Uh, so number five, the Prestige, which means we only have number four, three, two, and one yeah. left in our top ten list of Christopher Nolan movies. I love pressing this button. I know you do. I and like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna press it again. You press it. I'm gonna press it again because at number four, Memento. Okay. That was a little bit of a delay on the button, but that's alright. Memento is a movie uh it's i think the it's considered like an indie movie because it was a low budget and it was pretty much where christopher nolan got his footing and people started to recognize that he's a great director because like i said earlier he started with the following and then memento was the uh the the one that really put him on the map and so it's about a main character who doesn't have any short-term memory um it's another another movie where it's hard to explain. Uh, if you're really interested in it, I'm assuming you haven't seen it. No. If you're really interested in it, you just kind of you just kind of read up on it, see if it would it would intrigue you. But uh, do you want me to read the synopsis? You don't have to read the synopsis. It, okay, it, I'll read. Honestly, it. okay. Uh, it sounds like Memento sounds like something out of X Men. Okay, and what do you mean by that? I don't know. What's the so, I mean, you've got the Doctor X and uh, Cerebral and okay, you know, I get that. Yeah, yeah. So Memento could be like a superhero. In this yeah. case, it's the title of a Christopher Nolan movie, which is rated ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Here's the synopsis for you, DJ, and you can tell me. Just go hmm okay. afterwards or hmm okay afterwards, depending yeah. on the synopsis. Leonard, played by Guy Pierce, is tracking down the man who raped and murdered his wife. The difficulty, however, of locating his wife's killer is compounded by the fact that he suffers from a rare, untreatable form of memory loss. Although he can recall details of life before his accident, Leonard cannot remember what happened 15 minutes ago, where he's going, or why. How about that? Mm. Okay, so it really... It does sound good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't. Re- I didn't really want to say that word for some reason. But yeah, I noticed you it, hesitated. It, it was on in it. the. It was in the synopsis, so I, I had to read so. it. But it's a. It's a packed word. Um, like like I said, who would think of that? First off, um, and you can just imagine it's a wild ride, memento. So yeah. If you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend it. And moving on to number three, The Dark Knight. So this is, I think, the best superhero slash comic book movie 
of all time. It's got to be up there. It's at least top three if it's not. Directed by Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. You've got Batman mm-hmm. facing off against against Heath Ledger's Joker. Uh, everyone, Which is incredible. Everyone knows the story behind Heath Ledger's Joker at this point. Um, he got so deep into it that right. it ended up leading to, I guess, his demise. Right. Uh, and you can just... It's almost like that's one of the few movies where I think that's the Joker. Like, I, usually yeah, you're, you like, you're like, oh, Joker. that's Christian Bale as Batman. Yeah. You don't think that's Heath Ledger as the Joker. You that's think that's the Joker. the Joker. Yeah. I mean, it's like the Joker walked into the audition was like, I'm auditioning for the Joker. Yeah. And then they were like, you crap. Got, yeah, you okay. got it. Yeah. You got no, the job. We don't even have to. You got it. You're good. Yeah. Such a good movie. Great pacing. Um, really like Gary Oldman in this one. Uh, he's the guy that plays um, the, the I think the, he's the guy that the police officer. The Like the, the uh, head yeah. of the police. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. You've got. Two Face, uh, mm-hmm. how he got to become Two Face, Harvey Dent, mm-hmm. um, and then you've got the Joker storyline. Uh, yeah. So many good shots in this one. Not the shot that I'm thinking of, um, but it's just, it's just really good. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I know that that's kind of, I think it's kind of lame for me to just describe it. It's really good. Well, but. I mean, I think most people probably know kind of the idea, the the plot of that movie. Even if you haven't seen it, you kind of know. And you know, you've seen the clips of Heath Ledger as Joker. And um, How about the pencil scene in that one? Uh, he walks in and says, you want to see a magic trick? And he says, I'm going to make this pencil disappear. And he, and he puts it on the table and the guy like walks up to him and he just slams, slams it, his head yeah. onto the pencil and then he says, ta-da. Yeah, yeah. Or the, the scene where the Joker's hanging out of the police car. Ugh. Yeah. He, uh, I think my favorite thing about that movie is the fact that everybody was so skeptical when it came out that Heath Ledger was going to play Joker. Yeah. And then they watched it and they're like, I wow. was so wrong. Yeah. I was so wrong. So, uh, such a great movie. Uh, I think, of course, the best of the three Dark Knight movies. I think most people would agree. Um, but moving on in our top ten list of Christopher Nolan movies, at number two, Interstellar. Yeah. So this is one that I love this movie. If you look up Christopher Nolan's top ten movies, it's higher. It's usually like seven, eight. I, love I don't get this it. Movie. I think it's fantastic. It's. I remember watching this in theater, and I remember when it ended after two hours and forty five minutes or three hours or you however long more. it is. It's a long movie. I remember when it ended. I was like, I can't believe that that's already over. Mm-hmm. I wish that I could just stick time and make it still to where I could just sit and watch this movie. And it was, it was funny to see, uh, I think there was a meme that came back, uh, from that movie, uh, recently. And it's the scene where Chris or not Christopher Nolan, but Matthew McConaughey's character is like in the, the place that's in between times or whatever. Yeah. And he's no, able to look through no, the, yeah. No! yeah. He's able to look through the bookshelf at, uh, I can't remember what his daughter's name is. Murph. Murph. Yeah. From Murphy's law. Murphy's law. So. I love that movie. Michael so Caine's good. in that one too. Michael Caine's in it. Michael Anne Kane. Hathaway's in it. Yeah. Um, Topher Grace is that his name? I think. I think he's in I it. I think that's right. Yeah, he's in it. Um, and then is that Matt, his son? Matt Damon is in it for a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, if Yeah, which they ended up making another movie that was very The Martian. Not, yeah, The Martian, which um, I don't shortly think that he after plays yeah. the same no, character in that. But which was kind of weird because Martian came out not too long after Interstellar. There was a big boom of I think space travel yeah. movies because you had like Interstellar, The Martian, and then Gravity come out. Gravity yeah. with uh, George Clooney and 
Sandra Bullock. But I lo- that movie is fantastic. Matthew McConaughey uh, is so good, crazy good in that one. Um, I'm surprised it, he hasn't worked with him again after that, just it, because I felt like it was he did yeah. such a good job. It tugs on the heartstrings. Yeah. That's one where the Hans Zimmer uh, mm-hmm. soundtrack, the stuff that he had created along with that movie, is really good. Um, but yeah, drama, mm-hmm. uh, romance, mm-hmm. love, mm-hmm. hurt, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Murph is in it too. Murph. Murph. Yeah, which is just the daughter of Matthew McConaughey yeah. in the movie. It's just a good name, I think, Murph. I like it. Yeah. Really good twist and turns in that movie, too. Yeah. Finally, we get to number one on our list of top 10 Christopher Nolan movies. People that are listening and are they familiar with Christopher Nolan know that the number one movie on our list is Inception. Yeah. Great cast. I mean, I think one of the best casts that's ever been put together for a movie. I think it's about as good as anything DiCaprio's ever done, and he's done a lot of good stuff. You got DiCaprio, you've got uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt, uh-huh. you have. Uh, Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tom Hardy. I don't know how many movies he's been in uh, of Christopher Nolan, but he's been in a lot of them. Yeah. Um, Tom Hardy actually might have been in Tenet. I don't think he was, but now that I think about it, I just like maybe he's in every single movie. He's a really Nolan good actor too. That's another thing is is Nolan has tied himself to some really really good actors. But Inception, of course, uh, a dream within a dream. Um, within a dream. Within a dream. Within, within a dream. dream. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. If you haven't seen Inception by now, holy sugar. Yeah. I almost said the S word. I think you probably could have let loose on that one. Uh, I just I didn't feel like it was right. I didn't want to take away from the seriousness of how good Inception is. That's true. Um, just such a unique story. I, I don't know how it was thought up, but it was beautifully done, beautifully directed, mm-hmm. and beautifully shot. This is the movie that I'm thinking of, the scene where uh, as they're in the dream and the dream within the dream, the car that they're all in starts to fall off the bridge and like rotate uh-huh. so then the dream that they're in within that dream where they're they in the start hallway to like lose gravity the hallway starts to turn yeah. and you see like characters moving through the hotel yeah. hallway as it's like turning and gravity shifting i think that that is just such a good movie and of course one of the best cliffhangers of all time mm-hmm. because he has the uh i think i don't know what they refer to it in is it maybe a i don't think it's a totem but uh every person that has gone through all the Inception stuff has a has an item that lets them know if they're in real life or they're in a dream. Is it the top? Yeah, that it's you the spin? it's the spin the spinning top um, is Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, totem or I don't yeah. know what it is, but what it's called. Uh, everyone has one. Um, that whole storyline with him and his uh, wife, Leonardo DiCaprio's mm-hmm. wife in the movie, she's um, crazy. She's crazy. Now, was it? I mean, there's a lot to get into. We we won't cover the entire movie, um, right. but we we need we need to cover Inception. We need to sit down we and watch Inception and then do an episode two. about it because phenomenal movie in my top five movies of all time. Just it's, because it's so well done. Yeah, the score is great. The story is great, and I think I enjoy the cliffhanger. Michael Caine is in that movie too. So is he? Yep, he is. Man, I need to Remember, go back and watch it again. I've seen it. He's like a professor that's like related to Leonardo DiCaprio's. Yeah, uh, and then like he watches his kids and stuff. Yes. So, okay. Michael Caine and Christopher Nolan tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really tight. Man, but Golly, that's it. What a good movie. That's it for our list of top ten Christopher Nolan movies. So many good ones, uh, and I know that he's he has another one coming out soon. So we might have to update this at some point if that one's good. If Those it's top not, two movies are in my top ten of all time. Yeah, I think. really good stuff. Uh, like you said, 
a lot of common themes in between all of these movies that we mentioned. Mm-hmm. And for all the movies that we mentioned today and you haven't seen them, go check them out because yeah. you won't regret watching a Christopher Nolan movie. I'm going to. Yeah. Because there were a few that I haven't seen. Except for maybe Tenet. Like, just watch it once, but then don't watch it again. Because, like I said, I've seen it three, four times. I still don't understand it. Yeah. I've read about it. I've watched stuff about it. Still don't understand it. Just, And I think that's part of what he does, too, is some of the movie is... Uh, I think he knows what he meant for it to be. Yeah. But yeah. he likes the fact that some of it's up for interpretation. Right. To and everybody in their different walks of and life. And hopefully at some point he will say something about the end of Inception. Um, but for right now we don't have an answer to that cliffhanger. So right. uh, we'll leave it at that, almost a, a cliffhanger of our own. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to do it for this episode of AYN2K. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pick. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number 2 no zero zero at gmail.com rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts, and tune in every wednesday because here at ayn2k we've got you covered